From the world of AV programming and control with James King, I'm Steve Greenblatt, and this is Ask the Programmer. James, how are you today? I'm doing well. And yourself, Steve? I'm doing well. I'm uh, looking forward to our conversation. We, um, As we had teased in our recent episodes, we were excited to invite a guest on our show, and we have one today, one who happens to to listen, and we've gotten to know um, through online, and I also got to meet through A State of Control, the uh, podcast I do on AV Nation. And without further ado, I'll introduce Kate Atkins. She's the User Experience Engineering Manager at Root Systems. Welcome, Kate. Hi, thanks for having me. Thanks for being here. Um, so we, well, we, um, James and I really started this podcast because we were trying to just make conversation, bring to light more of the ideas and the topics that programmers uh, talk about and and answer some of the common questions, both for people who are doing programming and who want to learn more about it, because there's also a need to educate people on the outside. Um, I know that um, you, you've given us some feedback throughout this process, and we appreciate you listening. So maybe you can kind of tell us a little bit about your background and also what uh, has brought you to listen to the podcast? Yeah. Um, well, I've been uh, programming in uh, one form or another in AV uh, for about 10 years now. Um, so it's been a while. Uh, not all of that was full-time. It has been in the last oh, four or five years, it's been kind of full-time programming. But prior to that, it was kind of like updating systems and stuff like that. So I've always just been really eager. Ever since I got my first taste of AV programming, um, about a decade ago, I just fell in love with it. So Anytime I can find anybody talking about it and any information about it, I always want to jump in it. And, and I love listening to anything about it because it just gets that inspiration, right? Like you, you hear different perspectives and, oh, this person did something really cool. They had a really awesome idea. Uh, I want to give that a try. Like that just sounds so awesome. And I want to want to have fun with it. Um, so, yeah, I, like I said, I've been been programming for quite a while now. Uh, I'm kind of like the head of the programming department. Um, we call it user experience engineering. Um, because we're like focusing on that user experience, but it really, it comes down to it's, it's the programming department here at Root. Um, so yeah, like I said, it's just, I love getting those different types of um, inspiration. And, and that's what I find so valuable in, in podcasts like that. And there's just those different perspectives. We we refer a lot of times to programmers. A lot of uh, kind of feel like they're on an island a little bit, you know. They and and uh, you know they they don't really always have an outlet to bounce ideas off of, like you had mentioned, or or they they aren't um, exposed to different ways of doing things or different uh, th different thoughts. Um, plus, also personally, I I believe that we need to create a greater voice for programmers in the industry. Um, James, uh, I'll, I'll let you kind of jump in on this too. Um, you know, uh, when we, we've been talking, you know, in the past and and uh, trying to get more people involved and in getting, um, you know, bringing bringing together this community. Um, you know, what what are some things that that we can um, uh, talk to with Kate and and others that are in her position? with regard to how we can be more effective in doing this? Uh, that's a, a good question there, Steve. Um, I, I really don't know how, <clears throat> pardon me, sorry, how we can be more effective besides 
bring people like Kate on who can talk to our listeners. Cause right now it's, yeah, you know, you and I are talking um, most of the time to our listeners and, but it's great to hear other uh, members of the community, other programmers, uh, other opinions. Uh, so I, I think that's a good avenue to try to get us our voices out there. Uh, like you said, Steve, like people, we need to know what we do and the value we bring. And like having people like Kate is a awesome way to do that. I am. One of the things that I think connect all three of us is uh, aving the AM and being online. And I know, Kate, one of the things that you have, it's actually very inspiring and that, that we've talked about is, is wanting to put yourself out there more. So, so what does that feel like? And, and um, what, what, what is it, has it been what you expected? Yeah, honestly, it's terrifying. <laughs> um, I mean, I have that that stereotypical programmer personality, right? Where like I'm more comfortable talking to my computer than like other human beings most of the time. Um, so yeah, it's terrifying, but it's also really exciting at the same time. Um, and it, like you said, it's like that that you know continuation of like you know getting different conversations going, um, finding those new perspectives, uh, and building that community. I think like you know, as programmers, we do have that like reputation of being like the lonely person hiding in their little dark hole and they pop out every once in a while to do things right. Um, maybe not necessarily part of a team. Um, but I feel like, you know, that's not necessarily true. Like a lot of us really do getting together and talking about, you know, nerdy stuff. And um, I'm part of a, a discord group of a, a bunch of guys that I work with. Um, and, you know, we just, you know, on the evenings and the weekends, we find something like really nerdy and fun. We, we pass it around. Um, and I think it's really important to give ourselves that kind of sense of community when our jobs don't typically, you know, maybe offer that all the time because programming can be kind of a, a lonely sport sometimes, you know, um, especially with the environments that we tend to work with. Like they're not necessarily geared towards that, that group, um, you know, building programs is, you know, it's, it's harder to do in some of the environments we work with. So yeah, just you know, like finding community, you know, either through podcasts like this, through, through Twitter, um, like the three of us do talking to AV people all the time. It's, it's just, it widens your, your horizons, I think is, is the most important thing too. So yeah, I like, oh, go ahead. Uh, so I was going to say, as Steve mentioned, getting yourself out there getting we all i'm the same way getting the voices out there is very hard um it's scary so what made you go to twitter and um other platforms to get your voice out there i think it was mostly 10 years of listening to people on podcasts talking about getting out there <laughs> that was part of it <laughs> um but but no it was just I, I felt like i got to um a point in my own life and my own career uh, where I just really wanted that connection with the rest of the industry um, and with people doing the same sort of things that I'm doing in other places. I, I felt like I wasn't really getting that much access where I'm at. Because like I said, you know, I love my job. I love where I work. Um, but it does tend to be that kind of locked in, you know, thing. Like you're not, as an integrator, you're, you're typically not you know, maybe working with a bunch of other programmers in other places. So you don't get that kind of natural um, community. You have to kind of build it for yourself. And I, I found that 
that was just something I really wanted. And I was at that point where I really wanted to do that. And the only way I was going to be able to do that is, was to put myself out there, to put my ideas out there um, and see what came back. Um, and it's been really great so far. So um, I would definitely recommend trying it. So everybody listen to that. that that's very <laughs> important. And, and, and you know, we, we've, we, we've talked about it and we, we continue to talk about it. And, and, and one thing that I found just to add to the conversation is that although we all, all probably consider ourselves um, an introvert and prefer to not be uh, the center of attention or in the spotlight or, or be the one that's broadcasting uh, messages, we, are, we do interact very well one-on-one -on -one and in small groups, just as you mentioned, Kate. And I think that that's something to consider because it's, it, it's not that we don't like people. We just don't feel as comfortable as other people do uh, in big groups. Yeah, and, totally. and I've learned that about myself too. Um, J James and I um, talk a lot about Infocom too. Have you, uh, is that something that you uh, have either gone to or you feel like would be important for you to attend uh, in the future? I have not been uh, able to go uh, up to this point. I haven't had the privilege to be able to, to do that. Um, but it's definitely one of the things that I've always wanted to do. Um, I did get to go to NAB about 10 years ago, um, which was pretty awesome. Um, but that was kind of my last trade show really that I got to go to. So I'm, I'm hoping that maybe I get to go <laughs> next year if I can make it, um, would be really awesome to, to get to meet a lot of these people in, in person. Yeah. And I think we're getting to a point where it's coming back to what it was pre pandemic. So I think you'll get a lot out of it. And James, I don't know if you want to share since for you, it, I think it was fairly magical, and you you even went in the year that was the probably oddest year that there was. But but you and I got to meet in person, and we spent a lot of great time together. And it's probably the seed for for doing this podcast. Quite honestly, uh, I agree. Um, yeah, that's the uh, October one, which I know Infocom will not change, but I still say October is the best time for Infocom. Uh, us in higher ed always loves that but yeah it was a good time i got to meet steve in person i mean it was funny enough that we're both are from new jersey but we had to go down to florida to meet in person uh just like this year um i lived 45 minutes from chris netto and he had a i had to move to vegas and he had to fly out for infocom for us to meet in person so it just that's really what's valuable of trade shows is getting out there and meeting people face-to-face -face and networking um i i know i took a lot of connections from even the last infocom one of our listeners richard uh from biamp i i reached out to him a couple of times when i ran into some issues professionally and it's nice knowing that hey we have those people we can fall back on and same with uh, other people out there like Tim Albright, Joe Sioway. And I mean, we always mention Chris Netto and already did mention him. So those are always great people have um, to be able to reach out and say, hey, we need this or I need this. And they can point you in the right direction. They may not be the one who can help you that moment, but they can point you in the right direction. I, um, I, I One thing that I 
got in it. I I've been going to Infocom for for many many years, probably too many to count. And it's uh, and when it, what what really hooked me was going there and realizing what contribution you make to the overall industry and how many people know who you are and and can value what you do. And it's to me that was really what, what the when the light bulb went off for me, because you tend to be in your own environment a lot and you don't see what, what you do, how that fits into the, this big industry that we're a part of and with, with so many different components. And, and, uh, you know, it's, it, I, I thought that that, that was pretty neat. Um, um, I guess you know, taking that a little further, um, Kate, how, how do you think, um, or do you have any ideas or tips for, um, people who want to get more involved and and like you know, I think we have a long way to go to build a greater voice for programmers in the industry. I, I didn't know if you had had any thoughts or or um, insight that you wanted to share. Uh, well, I mean, I could share the way I've kind of done it for myself. Um, so if if others out there have that same kind of introverted personality and you're afraid to put yourself out there, maybe these are some tips for you. Um, I kind of started small, so AB in the AM is great. And, you know, I'm sure you, you guys talk about it all the time on this podcast. I, if anybody out there that's listening hasn't checked it out yet, um, it's honestly the only reason I have Twitter. It's pretty much for AV and the AM <laughs> um, and, and for the other AV tweets that are on there. Um, but start, start small, find those kind of forums um, that you can start following along and then make a comment here or there. Find so, a, a topic that you feel comfortable in your position um, and just make a comment and then see what happens. If somebody responds, you can start a conversation. Um, and then if, if there's, you know, something that you feel a little bit more passionate about, put that out there and then see what comes back. Um, and then just let the conversation kind of go from there. You don't necessarily have to like start full out and like, you know, post a whole bunch of stuff and, and expect people to just love everything or whatever, you know, it's it just, just find those small steps to take and, and build from there. Um, I mean, if, if that means starting in one of the programmer forums first until you start to feel comfortable with your position, I mean, we're all we're all in the same boat. We all understand each other. We all speak each other's languages. So that might be a good place to start, too. Um, there's plenty of them out there. There's different discord groups and, and communities and, and all sorts of stuff like that. Um, just just start putting your ideas out and, and let them grow. Yeah, I, I found that a lot of people like to help. Uh, and if you help other people, you, you'll quickly get, get, make a lot of friends. Yep. Yep. That too. It's, it's a, a good way to get uh, a lot of people talking to you is to post a question in one of the programming groups. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Oh yeah. Um, James, and anything um, from your perspective uh, with regard to, um, I, I guess, being that you you have got gotten you know you're you're maybe a step further um uh, you know ahead of Kate anything that you can add that might help help her along the way I, I think what Kate mentioned was probably dead on hammer hitting the nail in the head is I mean that's how I started and I know a lot of people out there know of me but I was just like everyone else. I, I was afraid to put my voice out there. And I did what Kate said. I put, I commented on something I felt strongly about that I knew about. And that one comment 
led to being on a podcast, led to being more active to now, you know, being board member of HEPMA and on as the programmer and just really out there more just from that small comment I made. And like we said, we talk about AVNA a lot, but I don't always comment, but I do read all the time. I'm always reading the comments on there, but some of the topics I'll admit. I have no knowledge about, or I have no nothing valuable to add, but I'm learning from what other people are saying. And then I might have a tidbit to add here and there. And, or I might, one of the comments might pique my interest. I'd be like, oh, can you tell me more about this? Like, and then that opens up a whole no conversation. So don't feel you have to go look at all five questions and go, oh, I need to answer all these. I don't want to do this. Pick one question. Pick one comment. Like that's all you really have to do is start out and then build from there. And I think on a tangent, a little bit to that, um, those questions where you don't feel like you have anything to contribute, definitely read the the comments that are on there. You'll find so many different perspectives because there's you know, and I know we're talking about AB and the AM, but but like there's there's people from like all different um, parts of the industry on there, and I learn so much like every week. Um, people talking about, you know, different verticals that they're in, or, you know, if they're in broadcast, or if they're in network security, um, maybe they're in sales, you know, maybe they're, you know, a manager or, or something. Um, and just finding those different perspectives that you're not getting in your own world. It's, it's such a learning opportunity. And, and it's definitely those opportunities for those conversations to really kick off, where, you know, if maybe somebody says something, and you go, well, actually, you know what, this is what it's like for my side. And you make that comment, and then that that conversation just just flows pretty naturally at that point. Great advice. I think as we wrap up, one one thing I was going to add, and it'll probably play very well into to the way we close every episode is is reach out and make a connection to people. So you know, follow them, connect to them on LinkedIn, tell them that you liked something that they did. It goes a long way. And and you know, I listen to people on podcasts all the time, and then I'll send them a note because they they're asking here's how to connect with me so i connect with them and then you uh, and and i think i've never had somebody who has not been happy about that so it's always good to make somebody feel good especially if you were uh enjoyed something that they said so uh and with that said <laughs> um as we typically wrap up um and we will have kate back for another episode but Kate, how can people get in touch with you and connect with you, follow the things that you do and uh, learn more about uh, your role at Root? Yeah, um, well, you can email me. I'm at uh, kate at rootintegration.com. Uh, you can also find me on LinkedIn. Um, I, I'm not all, like, I don't post all that much there right now, um, but I am definitely on it all the time. Uh, and also, obviously, Twitter, AV in the AM. Uh, my handle is code underscore Kate. Uh, so you'll definitely find me there pretty much every Sunday morning. And make sure that you follow her. Um, James, how could people uh, get in touch with you and learn more about what you're up to? Well, as always, you Google me, you'll find me uh, Sunday morning with Steve and Kate on AV and the AM on Twitter. I'm on LinkedIn. I don't use it as much, but I am on there. Uh, writer for the Higher Ed Digital Magazine, the IT and AV column board member for HEPMA. Again, I'm out there. You'll find me. So uh, as we've been touting, uh, Sunday mornings at 8 a.m. Eastern is uh, 
If you're not familiar, follow the hashtag AV in the AM. And if you need some help with that, please reach out to any of us and we'll, we'll help you. But it's kind of like reading the Sunday morning newspaper of AV, in my opinion. And it's great, uh, great way to, to connect with people and, uh, and it, get your Sunday off to a good start. Um, for me, you can reach me at Steve Greenblatt on most social platforms. Uh, you can read the things that I write on uh, AV Network um, and commercial integrators, as well as my company uh, website at controlconcepts.net. Um, but please um, continue to listen and share feedback and let us know what you like to hear on this podcast. Uh, we could be found on YouTube and on Apple and Google podcasts. And we just uh, want to continue to connect with more of our listeners and have more people on like we have had Kate uh, on the show and we want to continue to grow this community and get more people listening and sharing ideas. So I think this is a good episode that really speaks to that. And uh, we can want to continue with this trend. That's all we have for today. And this has been Ask the Programmer.